hello, hello. Sorry for being so late. I apologize. My son, Jack, got pecked in the face by a rooster, so I had to promptly kill the rooster, and then Jack had to get some glue on his face, and we made sure it was cleaned out. It was, it was quite a wound. I'm so, so thankful it was uh, not his eye. Man, parents, it's crazy when you're a parent. It's like every day is a bullet dodge. Um, he was a tough dude, though. Did great. God, are you boycotting Meta Threads? You can ask. For, what are you talking about? What are we going to talk about today? Yeah, yesterday, uh, by the way, I've, I've barely eaten in two days. Yesterday, I had uh, violent food poisoning. I think it was from the seafood, but I don't know. Uh, Steve, it would, I get why sea, shellfish is uh, considered haram in every religion. Man, that can get violent. Hi, Taylor Bear. We got to do measurements soon. So, uh, yeah, I was yesterday I was out doing my whole family, just vomiting, uh, achy. It was crazy. So anyway, let's, uh, let's get into it. So I haven't eaten in two days, so I might be extra racial today, but I'll be good today. We're going to talk cause my, uh, my tweet about the nuclear bomb explosion has went hyper viral. It's at like 25 million views now. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. It's mo you know, it's 90% people calling me the dumbest person who's ever lived, which is fine. It's funny how you're no one's ever no one's actually mad at bullying. They just don't want you to bully sodomites. 44 million views in 6 days in July. Yeah. You know, the sodomite and the obese are the real jewels of America. You're not allowed to uh make fun of, but somebody who questions the uh, military industrial complex history Oh, boy. Uh, unleash three minutes of hate. And I don't mind it. Um, I get it. This is an accurate curve. This is the IQ curve of uh, science. So the really dumb and really smart people can see through science. The really dumb, science is fake and gay. And then the midwits are like, but the research says. And then really smart people are like, science is fake and gay. And I'm not talking about the scientific method. I'm talking about steel to bike Dyson. The food poisoning may have helped you bring the suit measurements down. Yeah, I, I just broke through a new barrier uh, as far as my weight. I'm feeling really good. So, um, by the way, I, I did do some field reporting for CNN from Ukraine over the weekend. Actually, on the 4th of July, if anybody wants to see it, uh, check this out. Reporting live from the Zaporozhye power plant here in Ukraine, where the Russians are planning something. I saw a guy named Ivan. Oh my God! They're setting fire to the nuclear power plant! Oh, this is happening! Russia did that! It's not us at all! Send us money! Fight our, you know, you gotta go, you gotta give us money right now! It's Russia! It's Chernobyl! It's, it's Fukushima times a thousand. Everyone's screaming. Oh, everyone's from Russia. I see little dolls in vodka. Oh, no. It's Ivan from that rock, the Rocky just got beat up by Ivan. This is carnage. Everyone's melting. Don't leave your house, everyone. We're at Zaporosha. Power plant here in Russia. This is like Hiroshima all over here. Ah, this is horrifying. There's no way that's us. We did not do that. It's the entire country of Russia. Oh, no. Whoa. 
Please send gold. Give us blood. Okay, so that that all was that was me reporting. I'm about to dive into some real interesting stuff. I'm going to show you pre-programming from the last Christopher Nolan movie. And I've met Christopher Nolan. I uh, hosted an award show that he got an award at. He's a very nice man. And I really like his movies. But I want to show you how, um, how pre-programming works. I'm just going to read. I just opened this. Mr. Benjamin, I'm writing to apologize for doubting you regarding Robert F. Kennedy Jr. As I noted on Twitter, I never doubted you publicly, but harbored doubts in my mind and also in my heart. Well, these internal doubts do not have the same impact on the world at large when compared to publicly stated doubts. There are doubts nonetheless. I never should have believed a word, a man whose voice was that shaky from steroids, heroin, and sexual acts that I would prefer not to specify. I'm humbly asking for your forgiveness, Jason, at the Jason Rink. P.S. I have enclosed this photo of me driving Ye to the Alex Jones show. It's significant because I first discovered your work when I heard Ye read your jokes about Ben Shapiro live on set. You're forgiven, obviously. This is phenomenal. PPS, also I apologize for the absence of tears on this letter. As the psalmist said in Psalm 6-6, all night long I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My ducks were exhausted this morning and I couldn't produce a single drop. That's all right. You could have rubbed it on your, on your couch or your bed, wherever you were crying last night. But uh, I really do appreciate that. I just hit 4.4 million views on TikTok. Someone sent me some Alaris BB clips so I can get my account nuked. Uh, I've been getting more authorized lately. I don't know why. I had some theories, but I don't really know. But uh, I don't think I'll get your account nuked anymore. Depends on the clip, but uh, things are looking up for the, for the good guys. All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So... What else do I want to show you guys? All right, so I have an old propaganda movie. Shall we take a quick look at... Uh, I'm starting to think Clips channels on YouTube might be uh, safe again. I think so too, Codsworth. I think so as well. All right, so check this out. So I did this... Uh, I said, it's weird that nuclear blast vaporized brick houses, but not the old-timey camera recording it. It's because nukes are fake. Hiroshima and Nagasaki never had any fallout radiation. The whole narrative and all the evidence is absurd. It's over 25 million views now. And so just for the record, I'm not saying that people did not die in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. I'm not saying they weren't firebombed. I'm saying there wasn't fallout radiation. And the funny thing is, is the people getting the most angry are proving my point. They're like, go there right now and go check out the museum. You'll see. I'm like, the fact I can go there means there isn't fallout radiation. The entire point, oh, and this video is completely fake. Uh, I'll play the video for you again and we'll review it. Uh, you can say you're an expert in all kinds of stuff. I'm an expert at TV and film, okay? Look at this. So, so they're saying that these are, are the results of nuclear, of nuclear explosions, all right? And this was from the 1940s where the cameras were filmed. People are saying that, oh, the camera was destroyed, but not the footage. What would they do? Did they airdrop it? Did they Wi-Fi it digitally? Guys, this is the 1940s, okay? And then people say that that zoomed in five miles away from a safe bunker. Okay, ready? Guys, this, this here is inside someone's house. Okay, none of these are zoomed in five miles away. That's literally crazy. And with the, the detail that, oh, and they're like, oh, so you don't think telescopes did it? 
Oh no, it's from a bunker with a telescopic periscope, you fucking idiot. Let me show you something even more interesting if you're not just, if, if you're capable of abstract thought. Watch this. So let's watch these videos. You see that detail? And look at the angle. You see that angle? If that was five miles away, what would that be if you just do the Pythagorean theorem? Just take a right angle, okay? If the camera's looking like that five miles away, what was it, a, a thousand meters in the air? Come on now, but I'll show you something even more ridiculous. Okay, so you see that? Watch this. Here comes the blast, and there goes all of the houses. Notice what direction the blast comes from. See, I know, I know Twitter right now is doing their three minutes of hate on me saying, smooth brain, I can't believe you get to procreate. I can't believe you get to vote. I don't vote. So you can rest assured at night that don't worry about my vote. And my kids are doing just fine. Minus Jack did get pecked by a rooster today. That was horrifying. But the blast comes from the direction of the camera. You see that, guys? You see that? You see how the blast... Watch this. Boom. So what is so so the the camera's safe in a bunker 5 miles away and the bomb explodes towards the camera? Hmm. That doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. No, don't say it. <laughs> Watch this. Okay. And that's from the side. So the bomb's here, the safe bunker with the periscope underground. Even though when the, when the bomb goes off, the camera shakes and debris hits it, right? Guys, it's, it's okay. I'm not mad about it. I understand that they have to do these uh, narratives and stuff. I'm not mad about it. I'm just letting you know that nuclear bombs aren't something to fear because this is a model. So you see how the camera's shaking? What do you think? That's down in their bunker with the periscope? Guys, come on. Watch this. Like that right there? That's a model. That's not a real house, guys. Watch. That's, that's, that's a model. That's a little tiny set. And the blast comes from the same direction as the camera that apparently is five miles away. Look at that one. <laughs> and, they say, and they say that I just don't understand how cameras work because I don't understand Zoom. Oh, no, I understand Zoom. The first... Infinite zoom was the P900 camera and it let everyone know that there's no curve of the earth. Okay. I was saying that to Space Bunny. Space Bunny had, was uh, arguing on my behalf on Twitter. And she said, what angle would that be if it was five miles away? And I said, now factor in the curve. <laughs> Look at that detail. Guys, any, like I have 16 years of Hollywood TV and film experience. I've directed and produced stuff. That's not from a telescopic lens from 1940, okay? That's fucking retarded. It's really dark in that neighborhood. Yeah, what about the lights? What about all the lighting? Isn't that funny? How everything's lit up? And then, of course, this, they claim, is from, is from a, uh, a house. But they say, they say it's a periscope, like a mile under the house. And they put up the periscope, and then boom. And then the periscope is destroyed, but the camera uh, keeps recording it. But watch this. So bang, the periscope's destroyed, but it's still recording. So the periscope wasn't destroyed. It's still recording. It, the, the, look at all the... That's, it's so mind-blowingly stupid. If you ever look through a periscope, that ain't what it looks like. 
That's a well-lit model. It's a model. It's the same type of technology they used for Wizard of Oz and Godzilla. Okay? This is not controversial what I'm saying. That's objective fact. And the blast is coming from the direction of the camera. So those aren't real. And so now my my point was not that that uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki were not bombed. They were. Uh, I mean, I wasn't there, but I'm guessing they were. There's tons of witnesses, tons of destruction. You know, I've, I've actually listened to long interviews with survivors because this has been fascinating me for a very, very long time. And, um, and there were firebombs. It was like, so what a firebomb is, is they drop accelerant all over a city and then they drop conventional bombs and everything uh, catches fire. And a lot of people die horrible deaths. And so went in the... Um, don't worry, I'm not taking away your horror, everyone, because I know that that's the worst thing you can do in the world. If you if you tell somebody that they're not going to die in an inferno, they get really, really mad. All right, so what did I say? Um, because a lot of people also say, uh, oh, but the bombs have gotten so much worse. The bombs have gotten... So that, that's interesting because the uh, readers added context say... The cameras were in bunkers five miles away from ground zero and telescopic lenses allowing for the camera to record the nuclear explosion. Okay, well, then why does the explosion come from the direction that the camera allegedly is in? And that isn't possible. That, and then the other note says, where the hell is the note? They just disappeared my note. They're getting wise. They're getting wise to me. They know I'm winning. Codsworth, I, I I know I uh, I know I have a copy. You know, let me read what they said because it's a, it's preposterous. Okay, so the other note said because my whole point is there isn't fallout radiation because the cities are alive with life and they have been since it happened. They never ever um, evacuated the cities. That's my whole point. Yes, bombs exist. Yes, horrifying weapons exist. But not... Okay, Hiroshima and Nagasaki have no fallout radiation today as the atomic bombs were detonated at an altitude of 600 meters. Okay, now let's take a listen to what Steel to Bike Tyson has to say about that. Because the problem with lies is they can't keep the shit straight. Listen to this. Nothing, right? I mean, if, no, if in no. fact there's a, a tactical nuke that's used by Putin, okay, obviously well, there needs to be a response. Okay. Well, plus, plus modern nukes are, don't have the radiation problem, just to be clear. Really? You'll still blow to smithereens, but yeah, it's a different kind of weapon than the Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Nuclear weapons, if they're... Exploded. So I know a lot of you guys don't have the ability of discerning that someone's lying. I've, I've realized that over the years. I have that ability. Okay, Steel to Bike Tyson here is lying. Like, he's not even, he's lying like a little kid lies. Problem, just to be clear. Really? You'll still blow to smithereens, but, yeah, it's a different kind of weapon than the Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Nuclear weapons, if they're exploded, don't have a radiation problem? N not if it's a hydrogen bombs, no. Not, not in the way that you, we used to have to worry about it with fallout and all the rest of that. Okay, so we didn't have to worry about it because Hiroshima and Nagasaki did not have fallout radiation. According to the community notes, according to mainstream, Hiroshima and Nagasaki are thriving cities. The fact you can go to their museum and look at the burnt shadows and all that horse shit means that there isn't radioactivity there. There's millions of people living there. 
So now Steel to Bike Tyson is saying that modern nukes are not radioactive. They're not like they were in Hiroshima, which were radioactive, even though they weren't radioactive. Okay? This is why my tweet is breaking the internet right now, is because they're, it's so obviously bullshit. And I do think they are trying to start a massive war with the nuclear narrative. And this is what the war would look like. This is, this is the West trying to fight Russia. Here you go. Here's the West. Ready? No, Russia. Bad. And then here's Russia and China coming over and they're like, and that's, that's that. So you'd be surprised how not threatening gay men are. Okay. Uh, moving on. So why do I think that they're planning this, uh, this nuclear narrative? Well, because Oppenheimer's coming out. And I know people will call me, quote unquote, schizophrenic for what I'm about to show you, but it's pretty undeniable that this was pre-programming for the COVID lockdown. Now, you look at the, uh, the Batman with Bane, and what is it? It's a lockdown city with a man in a mask. And so you could say, Big Bear, but that's not specific enough. How dare you? Okay, well, let's just take a quick look here. Let's just take a quick look here at the talking points of the movie. Okay, here we go. Tell me if this sounds familiar. If you're working alone, wear a mask. I'm not afraid to be seen standing up to these guys. The mask's not for you. It's to protect the people you care about. The mask is not for you. It's to protect the people you care about. I feel like I've heard that before, right? Mr. Spy. If you're working alone, not afraid to be seen standing up to these guys. The mask's not for you. It's to protect the people you care about. Count to five. Wait a second. Wait a second. I've seen that little thing before. I'm not afraid to be seen standing up to these guys. The mask's not for you. It's to protect the people you care about. Wait a minute. What is that? What is that little guy there? I feel like I've seen that before. Is that a coronavirus? Okay, so the bomb is literally the coronavirus. For those of you just listening, Batman's bomb he just activated is the exact replication of uh, mainstream media's coronavirus after he delivers the talking point. The mask is not for you. It's to protect those you care about. And after they lock down a city uh, with a guy in a mask. So why do you think Oppenheimer's coming out? Okay. I just want... I just wanted to point that out. Um, pesky Rona everywhere. Yeah. Codsworth, let me read the super chats and then we'll continue on some really cool stuff here. Assuming assuming people actually give a shit about the stream. If you want to support the stream, entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Here we go. Let's read away. DLive is nice and fluid. Keep crushing it, BB. Thank you. Space science is fake and gay grabber magic. Indeed. Where can I buy these nuke-proof 1940s cameras? Well, I mean, in the comment section, people are just losing their minds. They're like, oh, no, well, the sapphire is, per is you can't penetrate it. I'm like, it's film. It's a film camera. You can't put it through a TSA. Forget about just the blast. You can't have a camera there when it's blasting. What about the radiation with the film? It's complete horseshit. 
The blast is coming from the direction of the film. And if you know anything about film, it's a model. They're destroying a little model of a house. That's not a real house. I know I hate to break it to people. They're deep in a masturbation session right now and they need the fear. I'll show you something scary in a little bit. I know people are addicted to Coruscant, so I won't leave you hanging. I know you got a fear squirt out there. Born Again Bear. Peace, brother. Just wanted to applaud your efforts on Twitter. You are single-handedly saying, saving people thousands of dollars in therapy costs by addressing the cognitive dissonance and inner turmoil of so many. They will eventually be grateful in the end, except for the gammas, but giants cannot hear the whispers of the midgets. Yeah, and, I, and some people are writing on Twitter. It's so funny. They're like, how are you so confident? Everyone hates you now. You know, one guy said, the whole world is laughing at you. Why won't you delete this? I'm like, the whole world's always been laughing at me. I'm literally a comedian. That's a good thing. And also, I'm right. There, guys, it's not even debatable. There isn't radiation in Hiroshima or Nagasaki or else the cities wouldn't be functioning right now. All those test sites in Nevada, they're not radiation zones. You can go there. Someone's like, well, then go to Chernobyl. Chernobyl right now is a uh, wildlife preservation. It's thriving. It's great. <laughs> Three Mile Island, no problem at all, guys. There is no radiation poisoning. The poisoning in this world, I mean, uh, if you want to talk poisoning, um, a lot of chemicals are much like atrazine and stuff like that. There is uh, what they call forever chemicals that are a little... Uh, a little spooky, you know, there's uh carcinogens in some of the, a lot of the soil, you know, but it's not, the, the nuclear bomb is a lie. It's not real. And it's guys, it's, I don't have to prove it. It's obvious. The claims they make that when a nuke goes off, it poisons the water in the soil for millions of years. That's what we're always told. Hiroshima and Nagasaki are fine. There is no fallout radiation. In 1947, you can look at images of, a, of downtown Hiroshima with a market. You can listen to survivors that lived to be in their late 90s who did not die of cancer. There was a loud light, a loud explosion, and then everything caught on fire, just like Dresden, just like Tokyo. It, it's a, it was a standard World War II um, city destruction. Uh, Japan did not surrender because of the... Uh, nuclear bombs, they surrendered because 1.5 million Russian troops invaded Manchuria 48 hours after uh, the bomb was dropped. That's why they surrendered. They surrendered 72 hours later. And I think that it uh, benefited Imperial Japan to go along with the lie of nuclear bombs because they could save face as they surrendered because Japanese culture doesn't surrender. So they couldn't just surrender. They were just going to keep going. It, the irony is, and I want to say this to all the wizards out there, I'm not against you. I'm just trying to lower the fear of my people. I understand that the nuclear bomb narrative saved a lot of lives because the Japanese culturally would never surrender. I mean, they, they found one guy on an island uh, in the 1970s. He still wouldn't surrender. <laughs> and the emperor... I mean, those guys would stab themselves in the gut before losing honor. So I think that it, I don't know this. This is speculation. It's not speculation that there's no radioactive material. That is not speculation. This produces more radioactivity than a nuclear bomb. Okay? Your phone. 
What I could speculate is that Imperial Japan, the emperor, want, did not want to lose face and surrender. Oh, my God, BB, you're right. They fell on the nuke sword for dishonor fall. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so they had to present something to their people that was, like, really, really horrifying. And it's so interesting listening to survivors talk about it because they had this shame. And a lot of them wouldn't, couldn't get wives or husbands because they were uh, deemed sterile. They were assumed to be sterile. A lot of it, it reminds me a lot of the current vaccine narrative where they were seen as like dirty, like uh, mudbloods, you know, and they still were fertile. Like a lot of them did go on to have children, but culturally they were treated as filthy. And that perpetuated the, um, the idea that the nuclear bombs are real, but there's absolutely no evidence that they're real at all. In fact, Hiroshima, I think it was 30th out of 70 most destroyed cities, 30th. Like there's all these other Japanese cities that were that, like what we've been presented isn't the truth. Nagasaki and Hiroshima were not in the top 10 most destroyed Japanese cities. They did not have the most casualties at all. Tokyo, all these other cities were way more destroyed. So it was in there. So in the defense of the wizards, if you're dealing with a culture that won't surrender, like the Japanese just they'd rather die death before surrender. and They fucking mean it. So to come up with a way, and I will defend the nuclear bomb deception right now, to come up with a way that keeps people from going to war, like that there's a button that you can press that kills everybody, it probably did save lives, you know? But the fear and the deception, the constant cortisol that's released, I think has a way, way worse effect on people. Because back in the day, wars weren't as, uh, as violent, you know, like the... You know, people are like, oh, yeah, but people were always at war. Yeah, there'd be wars where a thousand people died total. World War I changed the game. World War I was the first real industrialized war. Civil War was pretty bloody, but that was mostly starvation and disease, which means bad water. It's got power. Yeah, there's, a, there's an entire religion around the nuclear bomb now, and that's why people are getting so angry is because... Um, because they want the power to destroy God's creation. They want to say that man can destroy the world. Man can't. Or the earth, I should say. World is different. Uh, that man can destroy the earth. Man cannot destroy the earth. That's not in our power. And that drives people crazy. They even call it the Trinity site. Because they created a religion around the nuclear bomb. Um, and I wrote this. This is pretty interesting. Uh, and I, I, like this has inspired me to write a bunch of funny science jokes. Codsworth said, they also want to believe man can touch the heavens. Yeah, moon landing, exactly. Codsworth, I don't think I finished the, uh, the super chats if you want to hit me up. I said, uh, I've realized that nothing infuriates people more than finding out they won't have a bomb dropped on them th that will have millions of years of fallout radiation. Let me read this first. Wasn't a nuke literally religious symbol in one of the Planet of the Apes movies? Yeah, it's a new religion that they don't admit is a religion. Uh, hey, BB, this is to pay the gay away from the Indianapolis Bible study bears. They know why. Please also let the bears know that we are having a central Indiana bear meetup 722 at 3 p.m. This is from Smarty Bear. Uh, please bring a dish to share. DM Mrs. Bud Bear on the BTA for directions. Have a great day. Much love to Amy, the boys and you. Thank you very much. Enjoy your bear meetup. I'm so happy you're doing it. Brent says, catching up on the last week's streams, fantastic comedy and gravy as always. Here is some gravel. 
Perhaps it can go towards a uh, a fund for little bas a rehoming fund for little bastard. All that little goat wants to do is crush. Yeah, but I mean, guys, if you eat meat, it comes from animals. I know. Like I killed a chicken today. The chicken that pecked at my son's face. I'm so grateful that it didn't get his eye because he got like wounded. He had we had to put super glue on it. Uh, I chopped his head off. I uh, and and. Um, and Jack was so happy. He's like, dad, dad, that one. And so I was like, this one? I was like, bang. He was like, good dad, dad, bad chicken, bad chicken. And uh, I know that people be like, oh, how dare you? How dare you hurt the poor chicken? The chicken fucking maimed my son. He's going to die. And yeah, just had, and then we're going to eat it for uh, stew tonight. Hey, BB, haven't been able to catch lately. Thank you for Mama Welsh Bear for posting the replay so quickly. Keep crushing it onward. Yeah, she's, she always does such a good job. Tobacco Valley Bear. BB, a sticky-fingered Canadian N stole my AirPods at the gym. However, the saloon, saloon's consensus was that AirPods are gay to begin with, so I'm paying it away. Yes. Yes, you have to pay me for being gay. More, moreover, well, I tend to agree on sunglasses. It's better be safe than gay, your friend. Uh, Tobacco Valley Bear, indeed. Unauthorized Super Chats. Awesome stream yesterday, Crush On. Thank you. It, it is wide open. Can sit, swing from the millions of views down to 1,200 in one day. It is wide open. Can sit, swing. I don't know what that means. The test A-bombs filmed look like toy models. Yeah. Yeah, they're toy models. If that nuke explosion was real, why are women... Why weren't the electronics fried by the MP? Because it wasn't real. Uh, and then we got some Feed the Bear Berries. Thanks for your consistent support. I appreciate you on Odyssey. All right, so anyway, I said, uh, people keep telling me to go to Hiroshima and see for myself at the museums. That's the point. If there was fallout radiation, we couldn't go to Hiroshima and see for ourselves at the museums because it would be a dead zone. It was never a dead zone. People didn't evacuate. Yet, yes, thousands of people died from Allied fire bombings, just like the 70 other Japanese cities. The narrative and claims around nuclear atomic and thermonuclear bombs is observably false because none of these areas are uninhabitable. That was my point. Like, I would be way, way, way more sketched out living in a heavily Monsantoed um like a heavily Monsantoed area than I would uh, like a nuclear test area. Like if there was an area where they've been pumping atrazine and all these chemicals into like factory farms for like decades, I would absolutely avoid that way, way, way more than Three Mile Island. If nuke radiation isn't real, how do you explain anime pillows? That's a very good, that's the best argument I've ever heard. No, because they got humiliated. They, they, uh, Japan surrendered. Japan doesn't surrender. Gab Pay, thank you from Gagan. Uh, rock fan, I get a tip from Carol Ann. And P.O. Bear, paying away much gay. Keep the gravy train around this time when possible. Well, you know, this is a little late for me. I still have to milk the cows. And, yeah, and I haven't eaten in two days. It was violent. My, my food poisoning was very violent. All right, anyway. Uh, but by all means, continue your three minutes of hate. You're the dumbest man in the world. I feel sorry for your children. I'm obviously not the dumbest man in the world because I can discern basic reality. I realize that modern society isn't anti-bullying. It's just anti-bullying against the obese or sodomites. 
If someone questions the validity of the largest, most evil military industrial complex in human history, it's game on. Take them down. But anyone who jams their penis in another man's anus, they're off limits. Those sodomites are the jewels of the West and need to be protected at all costs. <laughs> but I always like to do the, um, I always like to play the game uh, devil's advocate. You know, why would they lie about the nuke? Does anything good come from it? Yeah, probably saved a lot of, uh, a lot of Japanese lives and kept people from going to war. But I think overall deceptions always cause more problems than they save, always. You know, Santa Claus fucks up kids' heads. Oh, then you call my mom a liar? Yeah. Because then once they realize their parents lied to, lied to them, they don't trust their parents. You're seeing a, uh, a huge drop in trust for the medical industry, for the government, for the media. I mean, even non-truthers don't trust these people anymore. And that's what you lose when you, uh, when you do deceptions. Okay. Uh, here's another quick look at what World War III would look like with Global Homo against the, uh, the Russia. Here's Global Homo. Oh, no, you're bad. You got a nuclear bomb. Oh, I'm going to go suck some dicks. Oh, no. Excuse me. Oh, hate crime. Hate crime. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, we're kind of in a bubble at this point. Most of the world is not into the homo stuff, guys. They think it's really, really pathetic. All right, I know you guys need fear to squirt. So here's something else that was pre-programmed from uh, Batman 2. This technology is definitely real and uh, pretty intense. They had um, you know, a camera looking at a space with people in it. Um, that's sort of like coming in from one eye. The other eye is the radio signals, so sonar from the... Uh, Wi-Fi router, and they just learned to predict, like, this is where the human beings are. Then they took away the camera, so all the AI had was the language of radio signals bouncing around a room, and this is what they're able to reconstruct. Real-time 3D pose estimation, right? So suddenly, AI has turned every Wi-Fi router into a camera that can work in the dark, specially tuned for tracking living beings. What they did is they had, um, you know, a so that's camera. Real, cause I know, cause I do know that like people get really bummed out if I take away their fear. Uh, cause then they can't squirt, you know? So there you go. That's real. The Amish were right about a lot. Man, let me grab my knife. <sighs> Wasn't Santa Claus pushed by big Hebrew? Probably. I mean, I, I guess it started, I bet Santa Claus started is a good thing where they're like, ho, ho, let's give these stupid kids something to look forward to. And then over time, it just makes the kids not trust their parents and make them a bunch of gay drug addicts. You know, what do I know, though? Honestly, like I could end up like, who knows? I'm trying to be a good father myself. It's not like it's easy. My kids are still super young. I'm just trying to lay down the uh, lay down the infrastructure. I give to you. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. I appreciate that. What a nice gentleman. You guys want to see the type of world that I was raised in? 
Um, all right, I'm going to read this too. Dude, check this out. This is uh, an old propaganda movie about about nuclear bombs. And if and if you're enjoying the stream and you'd like to throw a a nickel in the bucket, it's uh, entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Here we go. By the way, they're they're literally saying dum dum. Official civil defense film produced in cooperation with the Federal Civil Defense Administration and in consultation with the Safety Commission of the National Education Association. Produced by Archer Productions Incorporated. Hey, Bert, come on out and meet all these nice people, please. All right, we really can't blame you. You see, Bert is a very, very careful fellow. When there's danger, this is the way he keeps from being hurt. Sometimes it even saves his life. That's why these children are practicing to duck and cover just as you do in your school. We all know the atomic bomb is very dangerous. Since it may be used against us, we must get ready for it, just as we are ready for many other dangers that are around us all the time. Fire is a danger. It can burn whole buildings if someone is careless. But we are ready for fire. We have a fine fire department to put out the fire. Notice they're all males. And you have fire drills in your school, so you know what to do. Automobiles can be dangerous, too. They sometimes cause bad accidents, but we are ready. We have... Look at all those white kids. All right, you guys get it. Um, the mask isn't for you. All right, let's read some mail. They had to break it down, uh, Barney Bernay style for the adult. Yeah, yeah, totally. Duck and cover. All right. Hey, Big Bear. Recently, my friend Anthony test drove a Mazda Miata. He was wondering if he could afford the pay away gay indulgence of driving it daily to work. Well, that's going to be pretty expensive. From its exhilarating 181 horsepower to handling the stick and ball of the manual tranny system. Wow, it's just a great product. Well, I guess it's not a Subaru. So what is the cost of a Miata? Pay away indulgence. There's not enough money in the world. I will let Anthony know. Shake my head. Third eye bear. Um, let's just put it at $100 a day. <laughs> Speaking of Subaru, I did a, uh, a tweet today that I thought was pretty funny. Because I really did. I, I've never seen a Subaru without bumper stickers. Do they come with them? I, went, I had to go to Walmart today. And I was walking through the parking lot. And everything had a fuck. Every Subaru had at least three bumper stickers. Like, they always have so much to say. And then another one. Uh, 
Science has concluded that outside of humans, only dolphins have sex for pleasure. This came after a $50 million grant and thousands of hours of watching animals fuck. Scientists concluded that none of them seemed that into it. Only the dolphins really seemed to come joyfully. Like the fact that science says only humans and dolphins have sex for pleasure means you should never listen to them ever again. Guys, monkeys literally jerk off. Okay. Um, was that was that all my bits today? I guess that was all my, my funny bits. They say cockroach only cockroaches can survive a nuclear blast. But you know what else can? Film camera from the 1940s. It's pretty funny. North Idaho Subi owners must be peak dyke. Oh yeah, we're off. Uh, we're off uh, li live stream now, right, Codsworth? Nice. I can say, I can say dyke and, and nig nig nog. <clears throat> Green's big bear and all. I've been thinking about writing for some time, and I guess I just need a little extra motivation, which you gave me during your no letter rant. I've always had a little gay to pay away, and now it is time. On March 3rd, I got called into the office at work. There were three of my managers in there. Yeah, we're in the bunker now. <laughs> um, not sure what to expect, but to my surprise, they told me how much they appreciated all that I do and wanted to give me a $3 per hour raise, which changed my hourly rate from 30 to 33. I'm sure there was some Jew matria there, so that is a little gay. But the real gay I need to pay away happened recently when I was taking a bath. Not gay. Taking a bath while watching Owen Benjamin streams. Super gay. Please use the $33 to wash that gay away. I own 13 acres of land in northern Wisconsin where that, with the help of friends I built a small cabin. I have no running water and for electric I use the 700 watts of solar and battery bank. For water, I collect in barrels off the roof and filter as needed for my dogs. Summers are amazing up there. I recently saw a guy petting my neighbor's horse and had to chat with him. Turns out he lives in an area and asked neighbors if he could pet their horse. And now every day he stops to give the horse a couple apples. This is the kind of amazing people you run into in rural country towns. About two years ago, don't let Codsworth pet your horse. Just trust me. About two years ago, I bought a subcompact tractor with a bucket, mowing deck, and backhoe. Many tasks are made so much easier with a tractor. I've helped one neighbor with a leaking septic tank. My plan for the future is to start a small business, doing whatever I can with a tractor and other skills people would need. I don't have a trailer yet, but very close to having enough cash for one. If possible, would like to be verified as backhoe bear. Welcome, backhoe bear. Thanks for all the laughs. Keep crushing. Backhoe Bear. You have the same first name as my grandfather. And he's also from Wisconsin. That's awesome. I almost named one of my kids your name. Beautiful name. That sounded gay. I gotta pay it away. Shit. Dear Big Bear, I'm reflecting on our Independence Day and my usual tack is to talk a bunch of shit about England and joke about how we kicked their sorry asses out of here. Not once, but twice. However, I'm trying to work on my negativity and sarcasm, so I'd like to instead write a letter of thanks to our former parentage. Dear England, listen up, Stuntman Bear. Thank you so much for laying the groundwork that became such a great nation. 
powerful and free, that I am blessed to call home. I'm proud to be an American, and I have the fortune that my family's latter-day immigrants were drawn here by the wealth and power that was developing in the 19th century. I traveled to England about 15 years ago. I had an idea about, about the English, that they'd be stuffy and cold. I couldn't have been more wrong. The streets of London were filled with happy faces, smiling wide, with a mouthful of teeth as soft and green as a dish of mushy peas. Their soft, shapeless, lumpy bodies looked as comforting as the many bowls of mashed potatoes that had sustained me in my youth. In fact, your bland, formless, tasteless excuses for food reminded me so much of my Irish mother's attempt at cooking that I immediately felt at home. So much of our classic American cuisine is owed to you, England. Pot roast, pot pies, meatloaf. We've been so busy perfecting those recipes that we haven't even had a chance to get to your other delicacies, like the mashed up piss filters of livestock and a pastry crust, or coagulated blood clots in a sausage casing. The list goes on and on. I marvel at how you built a mighty empire by starting your day with a puddle of lukewarm beans and a tomato boiled into an unrecognizable pulp. Amazing. In America, we pride ourselves on our freedom, but you seem to be much freer than us. For example, in America, we frown upon drinking alcohol in the morning. We think it's for losers and screw-ups. But in England, the pubs open first thing in the morning, and people would be out there having a pint right away. Often, I'd be returning to my hotel after lunch, and I'd see the same men sitting there that were there at nine in the morning. What free spirits you are. I was taking a tour of historic square in London when we were accosted by a group of Burberry-wearing chabs. As I listened to their ramblings, stuttering, drug-fueled nonsense, I had no idea that one day this would fuel the musical sounds of Anarian Tate's voice. Nothing better than the sound of some buck-toothed pencil neck choking on his own syllables as he raves about his Bugatti. Makes me wish the lilting, genteel southern drawl of high society Atlanta or the gentle Midwestern ramble of America's breadbasket sounded like that. So thanks again, England, from the tops of your foppish powdered wigs to the soles of your bunioned hammer-toed inbred feet, I salute you. And if you want to fuck around a third time, we will gladly let you find out. I kid, I kid. I love you in a weird way. I hated London, but the rest of the country was splendid. And much love to our English bears, specifically you, Lusky. You're a grand chap. And we're keeping Gordon Ramsay, by the way. One of you actually learned how to cook. We want him. A blessed July to all the world, to all the bears, and to all the crushers who are in waiting to crush. Onward. Love, Lost and Found Bear. That was extremely funny. I was just trying to keep a straight face because I didn't want to ruin it. Good God, that was funny. Well done, Lost and Found Bear. Seriously, high quality shit. Duck and cover. Dear Owen, I prayed to God for his approval of me, listening to you, given my friend has tried to dissuade me. 
Oh, your shitty friend. Hang on one second. Uh, Taylor Bear. Hey, Chief, have you ever heard of Sanpaku eyes? It's where you can see the whites of the eyes above or below pupils, and some believe it's a sign that you're cursed. It's a very interesting theory, says Taylor Bear. Uh, Taylor Bear, I don't want to shoot down your interesting theory right before you have to make me a suit, but that sounds retarded. Uh, D-Live, thanks for the ice cream. I prayed a very specific prayer the night before, uh, and um, my friend only listened to others' complaints of you rather than doing his own research, but I usually listen to his logic. I prayed a very specific prayer the night before I had a crown pop off, and there my tooth was very much in my thoughts. So while on my way to work Friday afternoon, I prayed, God, if you are okay with Owen Benjamin and with me spending my time listening to this man, have Owen say anything tooth or teeth related. I even was so brazen to request it done within two days. No need to wait. That very night's episode at minute 153.44, you go off on your crooked teeth. Smiling all big into the camera, telling us all to check out your teeth. God gave me his answer. I'm not the type to write, as my handwriting attests, but I felt the need to share my prayers have confirmed you are God, God approved for our listening pleasure. Thanks from Katie in Texas, Faith Bear. Welcome, Faith Bear. That's hilarious. I don't get why people say, just listen to me and, and figure out if you, oh no, you, you definitely, you should listen to Tom Segura or Bert Kreischer. Don't you want to listen to a fat alcoholic who talks about how, 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 mu how much of a fucked up daddy is and how much drugs he does? Jesus. Sorry for reacting that way, but it's just like, what's so bad about my fucking live streams? Like, why do people act like it's like the end? I know what it is. They don't want me to break uh, certain lies that a lot of people need to function. I understand that. I'm really not for everybody. Okay. Dear Owen, if you're, I appreciate you being here, Faith Bear. And just have whoever doesn't like me to just listen to me. Just, how about this? You guys watch my specials on Amazon. Huge Pianist was the last. No, there's one after that. We have How Dare, you, How Dare Me, Huge Pianist, Feed the Bear. Uh, they're all at Unauthorized. Bird is a sad, sad mess. Failure is a dad. Failure is a man. Drunk all the time. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I don't harbor hatred for the guy. It's just when someone criticizes me, I'm like, so who's good then? You get this a lot from the churchy and Christians where they're like, oh, how dare you? I'm like, so what's the right church then? So where, where's the good church? Is it the Catholics? Is it the, is it the Presbyterians? Like, where, what's the good one? Tell me what's good and why. Tell me who hasn't sold out, you know, and if you compare me to the average comedian podcaster, mine's way, way better for you. It's funnier. It's more positive, more interesting, less malicious. It's, it's not funded by people who literally want to kill you. They literally give each other awards by the UN. It's called the population award. Do you think it's for making people or killing people? I'm not afraid of the truth having no off-limit topics in comedy. Yeah. Dear Owen, and yeah, I mean, it's obvious. Dear Owen, if you've been pleased, even excited about the riots and the clashes between idiot 20-something North African welfare scroungers and equally stupid French sodomites in the past week, I've got some bad news for you. No, I don't think that they're like, they're like righteous Muslims rising up to beat the homos. I think it's just showing that you can't have a functioning society based on enlightenment 
age of reason bullshit in France. No, I don't think the niggers currently burning down Paris are like good fucking Muslims. But I think it's a sign that the civilization there isn't holding it together because of their insane immorality. Okay. Thank you, Godsworth. Owen Benji. Yeah, just uh, good work. Unauthorized.tv has all of it. San Picuas. Has no one heard of San Pico? Oh, Taylor Bear is still spiraling about it. Okay. A truther scared of truth is like a hooker scared of dicks. Yeah, or a comedian scared of words. The truth feels harsh to a lot of people, so they say you are bad instead of their ability to hear it, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, guys, there's no fallout radiation in Hiroshima or Nagasaki. There is no debate, okay? Like, I'll say stuff and people are like, but you haven't done it. Your claim isn't possible. But you there. Another, uh, all right. I got my wife to watch huge, huge penis with me, but can't get her to listen to streams. I think you're right about not wanting to hear lies dismantled. Yeah, because a lot of people function on the lies. And I do a pretty damn good job at, at like dismantling lies in a fun, not scary way. You know, a lot of truthers are like, everyone's lying. Everything's a lie. They're coming. Which isn't even fucking true. I, nothing's actually a lie. It's like the quote unquote lies are so obvious and they're in plain sight. Main Enlightenment countries, England, France, America, not working out well. Yeah, it depends on what section of America, though. That's the problem with like England and France is they're not very big. France is huge. No, it's, it's really not. Like America can have like a bunch of separate Americas in one place. You know, it, it's more like Europe. Like how you have areas of Europe that are like Switzerland's great. I'd live in Switzerland. I mean, I, I wouldn't actually live in Switzerland because I don't feel like learning any more languages and they probably don't even want me anyway. But um, it seems like a very functional country. Right. Fran France is just way too effeminate and gay. I think... I think all the alpha males were killed in the world wars, like all of them. I don't, I think that, I know that some people are like, oh really? I know a French guy, fuck you up. He, I'm guessing he's Quebec from Quebec. Dude, the men in France are not tough. They're just not, it's a fucking weak ass country. It's the same with England. England had a lot of their, uh, their best, their best blokes just got fucking killed in Verdun. America didn't really ever have that. We had Vietnam. 65,000. We didn't, we never lost millions of men. You know, that's why our stock is so much higher than uh, gay, faggoty little England or, or faggot, fuckface France. Someone can drive 10 hours and be in the same state in the U.S. If you drive 10 hours in Europe, you'll go through three to four countries. I know. There's still some tough areas of Europe. There's some tough ass Russians. I wouldn't call that Europe, though. They're like their own thing. There's some tough uh, Serbians. Some tough Armenians, Albanians. There's still some tough Italian guys. Um, Germany's pretty gay. I'm sure there's a few tough Germans, but in general, it's it's obnoxiously gay, and it's because of eugenics programs called World Wars. You know, it really just took the hood spot all the men. It's just like they all just millions of them, guys, and then the. The gay little grabbers that didn't go to war, uh, they just fucked out. They're, they're like their genes propagated. Disgusting. Hiding from war has saved you losing lives. 
hiding from war. We just we just don't fall for your horseshit, stuntman bear. All right. Now, don't get me wrong. It's kind of satisfying when the boomerang of colonization comes back to whack the French in their unwashed faces. As Dr. Shadi Elmsmery, you're invited to this podcast, by the way, said, I do his podcast. I just, I wouldn't call myself lazy, but I'm not organized. Like, why didn't they laugh my email account? I haven't checked in months. It filled up and I don't feel like buying any more space. So if anybody's tried to email me, I haven't gotten any of it. And I've not lost any sleep over it. Like, there may come a time when I just don't have a phone. Like, I, you know my main email? Like, I don't use it ever anymore. If somebody really wants to get in touch with me, they will. Uh, Stun is going to die on Winston's Churchill. Oh, yeah. All gay. Said sin and blame doesn't trickle down, but consequences do. A bad policy can tr- trickle down for generations. Only the policy maker gets the blame, but we all suffer the consequences. It's as if a dad gambled all... God, Kyneton. As if a dad gambled all his money away, he is sinful and broke. But the dad's family is broke, but not sinful. That's a really good way to put it. Man, I love Muslims. With that said, these riots are haram and do nothing for the objectives of Sharia. Yeah, Muslims aren't allowed to riot. When I was watching the riots and saying that this that France will be a caliphate, it wasn't because of the riots. Riots are actually directly against Islam. No, they're niggers. It's all these like uh, these like niggers just burning shit. But that's because you don't live in a functional society, and your colonial your your colonies are, uh, you know, eating you. Like there's, is in Islam, it's strictly prohibited to do what they're doing in France. But it's funny though, uh, why? Because Muslims are commanded, according to the Sharia, to honor and fulfill all covenants and contracts, as Allah states. Oh, you who believe, fulfill your binding obligations. Citizenship and visitor visas are legal contracts between an individual and the state. Yeah, dude, some of the best citizens in the world are actual practicing Muslims. The individual agrees to abide by all laws of the state in return for the right to live there in security and peace. Muslims, the only time Muslims think it's okay to... uh, fight the government is if the government prohibits uh, their religion. Like they're not allowed to be Muslims. That's the only time they actually are permitted to do anything. Citizenship and um, Muslims in a non-Muslim land must fulfill these covenants by respecting and following the laws of those lands, the foremost of which are respecting the life, property, and honor of their fellow citizens. Muslim governments must do the same with non-Muslims in their lands. That is, respect and secure their life, property, and honor. Yeah, that's why I know that Thomas Jefferson was very influenced by the Quran. And if you don't believe me, the Quran is still in his um, temple room right now. Like, there is incredible laws in the Quran. And I know that uh, Zionist media has made you not realize that, but it's true. Now, there's people who call themselves Muslims that were disgusting pirates uh, that Thomas Jefferson, like in the Philippines, that were trying to chop everyone's fucking head off and steal their shit. But that, in my opinion, that's like saying the Mexican M- MS-13 are Catholic. It's just not, it's a, it's a uh, category error. But life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is a lot like, is a lot like the, uh, 
in the Quran, you have what is protected life, property, and honor. No matter what your religion is, it's just they will ban uh, prosthetizing what they deem satanic in public squares, which I know can rub some people the wrong way, like people that are really into Santa Claus. These rules are binding, unequivocal, and absolute. They are affirmed by major classical texts of all schools of Islamic law, amounting to scholarly consensus. I could be wrong, but I doubt that the gay and godless French Republic is going to reform itself into a caliphate of righteousness because a bunch of 17-year-old Algerian cokeheads decided to loot and burn a library. I don't think you understand what I'm saying, Bismillah Bear. Thank you, by the way. I think, I think what, what really starts to change into the righteousness is when the women want it. And I'm seeing more and more women want like an Islamic type law. Like they don't want this unlimited buttfuck freedom debt cycle. I get what you're saying though. I don't think that these riots are a sign of righteousness because the destruction of public property or the destruction of private property because someone's upset is the opposite of righteousness. That's like satanic. But it is a sign that global homo's rule in France is not doing well and, uh, and that something else will come up. And there are actual Muslim families that are outbreeding the French and the English in these countries because I've been telling, and it's not because I don't want the whites to maintain in France and England. I've been screaming for years that the anus is not a sex organ. These butt-fucking, compre-pant-wearing, wine-sipping faggots are not going to make a baby in a guy's asshole. And it's like, so if you're not going to, someone else will. And these Algerian cokeheads, they at least know to put their dick in a vagina. You know? I also got some more uh, Islamic uh, things. Someone else wrote me this that I saved because I thought it was so interesting. Um... Oh, yeah, about that people have to choose it. You can't force Sharia law on anybody. Allah will not change the condition of the people until they change what is within themselves. And the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said, the rulers are a reflection of their people. I mean, that's one reason why a lot of truthers become Muslim is because a lot of, that, a lot of this shit reads like truther stuff. It's like you get the government you deserve. And that's one thing the Quran has that, I mean, it's just a lot of legal shit. It's a lot of like how to have a government. Um, so unless the people incline toward morality on their own, they won't be able to have a ruler who is moral. It's, you're, you know, you're, you're given the, uh, you get the Jews you deserve, you get the government you deserve. That's a, that's a, a Quranic teaching. That's why the rulers, people in the U.S. are presented with a Trump or Biden, seeing as how both of them have people who worship them. The most they can get for leadership is the like. Yeah. No, that's totally true. That's why when people say, oh, you got to overthrow the government. No, the government is a reflection of you. And until we start changing as people, and still we demand more, and we don't just, we're not satisfied with, Sniffy McGropstein or Orange Man Retarded, you know, it's like, unless you demand more, unless you want more and you believe you're owed more because of your morality, you're just going to keep getting the same shit. Uh, what is this? On right now. 
Is there a stream tonight? Are we live? My great grandpa brought back a photo from the Philippines on a road way lined with severed heads. Yeah, and I know I, I know I sound racist when I say things like I'm about to say, but I think a lot of that has to do with the race of the people. Like, I think a lot of um, tribes just act really sad. Like, when people talk about cutting off the clits because that's Muslim, no, it's, it's part of Africa. Like, there's a lot... There's a lot of Africans that are fucking savages. And uh, and there's nothing in the Quran that says to cut off a, a girl's clit. I mean, that's fucking insane. That's like, a, like an, a certain part of Africa tribally follows that. And I think, I don't like to say race. It's like, race doesn't make you moral or immoral. That's one of my ethics. I don't believe that. But I think there is races, there are races that for eugenic reasons, like, I think, a lot, like, look at England. Everyone's like a fag, you know? And it's because they hung all the thieves and murderers. They, like, they did send a lot to the New World. I think I'm descended from some murderers. No, no offense, murderers. But they've been, like, eugenically pruning the bloodlines in a lot of Europe to get a more docile, intelligent, uh, law-abiding group which has backfired a little bit because they're incapable of standing up for themselves or saying the word nigger, which is insane. But then you got, you know, areas of the jungle in the Philippines or the Nicaraguans or the fucking a lot of parts of Africa, and they could be amazing, moral, intelligent people. So I'm not saying that, that, there's, that Europeans or white people are more moral. But they're just, in my opinion, they seem to be more prone to acts of savagery. And I'm not saying that, I think whites used to be more savage. I think that, um, this is my theory, I can't prove it. But I think if you go back a thousand years, 1500 years, and you're looking at the Celts, the Franks, the Visigoths, the Vandals, the Anglos, the Saxons, I think you were dealing with some fucking savage people. You know, look at our skin. Our skin is like letting you know that there was a time when there was like no sunshine. That we were probably backed up into Finland, as uh, my buddy there, uh, Narco Longo, says. And we were probably just eating, you know, moss and baby blood, like horrifying shit. And uh, I think that the, the whites developed a like psychopathic ability to survive and plan and there there is like a psychopathy to the white that I don't see as much in the in the black like the blacks more heart soul vibing like they'll fucking chop heads off and stuff but it's less like premeditated and fucking psychopathic you know I think but I think a lot of the like low impulse control whites uh were hung or, or killed or you know uh they had their balls clipped I think that uh, Europe had a long history of eugenics, you know, and there's a lot of history to back that up. Like if you forget about Margaret Sanger, this shit goes back a long time. Like when you have a bunch of whites, I mean, whites are fucking savages back in the day with all that puking and shitting. You probably lost about five pounds. It's true. Simone Poppy blacks aren't into the future. Why would they? They're surrounded by papayas all the time. It's not because they're bad. 
It's like, imagine if you live in an area of like abundance with low population. The irony about claiming that the whites have like killed all these blacks, there's way more black people now than there was like a thousand years ago, in my opinion. I think that what Caucasian farming practices and industry, like, like just look at South Africa. You take tribes of like 5,000 people and now there's like 10 million of them because of uh, mass agriculture and industry, okay? And so then you have that tribal mentality. Because if you go to South Africa, I have a lot of South African friends, some black too. So this isn't just like a one-sided opinion. The tribalism of South Africa is nuts, not just race. It's not just like blacks against white farmers. Depending on your fucking license plate, like a black dude from one area of, of Johannesburg versus another, they will just start shooting at each other. Like they have a ridiculously tribal phenotype and their population just got huge. And they're also really fucking strong, like physically. You know, they have a very powerful DNA, but it's, it's you know, there's a lot of savagery going on there. And if you don't think that human beings can have different phenotypes and racial eugenics, you're fucking retarded. Dude, just doing a few years of goat farming or cow farming, you could change a genetic line completely in 10 generations. Completely. Like, if you just breed for one direction and, uh, and you could change everything about a, uh, a population. It's fucking mind-blowing. Being surrounded by papayas is better than being surrounded by pomegranates, says Taylor Bear. It's a really good point, Taylor Bear. 2,000% population increase in 100 years, says St. Effin. Yeah, no, that's all provable fact. Like, if you look at um, some of these areas, they didn't have cities. Like, they didn't have... I will say this, though. There was some major accomplishments in, in Africa. Like, you got Timbuktu, the Ethiopian Empire. There's probably some really incredible civilizations that happened. They weren't just mud huts and butt-fucking guys. Like, I, I'm, let's give them a little credit. But in general, they lived a lot more low population, tribal, and they weren't like bad people. You know, it's like they probably had a lot of heart, really kind to their own. That's where the word kind comes from is kin. You know, you're, it's how you treat your own kin, your own kind. But, uh, you know, that uh, the irony is, is everybody calls whites the racists. But by far the most xenophobic people in the world are these more savagey tribal type people. That's why uh, they'll fucking genocide each other for being from another tribe. Um, fascinating stuff. And whites are way, way less like that. Whites are more, it's, it's, it's a little sociopathic, but it's a little more about uh, accomplishing tasks, financially driven. You know, it's about infrastructure systems. You know, way less about what tribe are you from. The irony about the current narrative is white people, quote unquote white people, Northern Europeans, Northern North Americans are the least xenophobic people in the world, in my opinion. Way less than Japan, way less than Korea, China, you know, way less than, uh, than African tribes. You know, it's interesting shit. Roller Bear, hail Bard King. I will start super chatting at Entropy going forward. Bertari forever. Why, thank you, Roller Bear. Rumble says, 
French take the cake for being the gayest Euros. Angles are also pretty gay. How did Germans get so gay? All the tough ones got killed, thanks to mean Mr. Mustache. I get they were neutered after World War II, but what's with all the rainbows? No, they got fucking... I mean, look at Japan. You take all your fiercest warriors and you just kill all of them. And then all of the little gay cartoon guys are left at home and they're the ones who breed. Guys, genetics matter. They do. It's like... uh they matter. They matter. Vikings were civilized by agriculture. Blacks were uncivilized by it. That's a that's very interesting, Josh. Well said. Yeah, blacks just can't handle a, a hoe and a fucking rake. Creation, of, but think about how good blacks would be on the back of a zebra hunt down a lion. You can't do that, right? With their big hard cocks. Um, I love when we hit all the super chat options in a stream. Rumble, UA, Entropy, Odyssey, DLive, Rockfin, and now Gapay. Gay Asian cartoon men, we know not to trust those guys. Yeah, Japan just got blasted into cartoon porn. The OQ. Budbear here. Definitely not AI, despite my almost calculable inconsistencies and bare public contributions. Just want to send some love to the tribe that seeks the, that which is good, true, and beautiful. A classic hanging with the bears question, which is relevant and still asked among many meetups across the alleged stationary non-rotating realm is, where do you discover Owen and the bears? Always a fun and different story and interesting. So I ask you listening, where did you find Owen or the bears? Comment on Rumble. Are there bear adjacents all around you? For many, the immediate answer is no. But for those willing to open homes and hearts, the legends will arrive at your doorstep. The degenerates will not make it past the front door. The OQ, the Owen question, is more than just a fun topic or casual meeting old bears for the first time conversation. It is much more. The where did you discover Owen question provide the OQ. I love it. The where did you discover Owen question provides both parties a level the playing field. Regardless of the scenario, you'll soon find out that you both agreed to cutting 99% of truth or fat off the top and are part of the cream that has risen to the top, surviving countless sacred cows, broken spells, and endless puns from our dearest Coddington. And you can now rejoice in the fertile common ground that so many seek, but only legends find. There might be nothing worse than spending a weekend or a few days meeting new people, only to find out after needless hours of incessant small talk you disagree about, fill in the blank, on some levels, the OQ might be, in fact, more important than the IQ. After all, there are a ton of brilliant retards that you couldn't pay me to spend any amount of time with. I agree. I rediscovered the Big Bear listening to him on the Sweaty Meatball Show making fun of a tiny toe. The day after I started writing this, you were back on with Meatball Show, and it all came full circle. Being a bear in my community means many spells have been broken. We respect each other and our collective talents. We pursue the good, true, and beautiful. We are fruitful and multiply. We do crush. All of this made possible by our God, which grants us the discernment and the only, and only through steadfast gratitude will we survive the summer. Thank you, Big Bear, for the vision, your outstanding team, and every single legend I can't wait to meet again for the first time. Onward to Bertaria! God bless the bears. Bud Bear. That was an awesome letter, Bud Bear. I'm honored. You, you truly honor me, Bud Bear. Is Denmark Bear sleeping? Indeed. All right. Um, that's what I had planned. Sorry for uh, having a delayed stream and only giving you what looks like an hour and 15 minutes. 
The letters were in. Oh, wait a minute. I have one more letter here, I believe. Or no, I have a postcard. You know, BB, I may be late to the party sometimes, but always manage to be right on time for life. See, I thought postcards would be fun, but missed my souvenir shop stop, then found an antique shop with Ziploc bags full of bear cards. Perfect reminder that these are the good old days. Cheers, water bearer bear. Look at that. Great Smoky Mountains. Classic. Everyone is getting it. Maybe I'll play you guys. A, yeah, Bud Bear, that was an awesome letter. Uh, maybe I'll play you guys a, a song. Anybody have a song request and then I'll land this plane? This has been an informative stream. We talked about fear, nuclear bombs, community building, um, some good synchronicities, some fun. In 2017 on YouTube, huge fan ever since. 2018 on YouTube, says Ginny Dare. Nice. Nice. I'll check again, but last straw was the 50 opener and the 10 tonight. I had a $5 gab. Oh, you guys are debating with Codsworth. Awake my soul. I can play that for you. Awake my soul. Not bad for a guy who hasn't eaten in two days. Awake my soul. Mumford. Awake my soul. How fickle my heart and how woozy my eyes. And then, am I going to be able to sing this? Awake my soul. How fickle my heart and how woozy my eyes I struggle to find any truth in your lies And now my heart stumbles on things I don't know My weakness I feel I must finally show Lend me your hand and we'll conquer them all But lend me your heart and I'll just let you fall Lend me your eyes, I can change what you see But your soul must keep totally free
bodies we will die where you invest your love you invest your life in these bodies we will live in these bodies we will die where you invest your love you invest your Mumfords and Sons is awesome. Let me play another one. Um, I will I came home like a stone.
take my flesh and fix my eyes the tethered mind and free from the lies
colored eyes Presents a circle Puts the glory out to hide Tune. All right. I prefer BB's version of Lightning Crashes. Oh, thanks. All right, let's land the plane. This has been a good time. Codsworth, any final super chats for the Big Bear? This piano and chat gives old late night D live vibes. Appreciate all you guys. You too, Longbow Bear. Uh, great tune, BB. Trout Drew Bears here. Thank you from OGC. Appreciate that. And Gab Pay from Gagan, family and friends. Thank you very much. Uh, actually, let's do one more. You guys are vibing. Anybody have another request? Thanks, BB and Buck. Let's do one more. I'm getting D-Live Piano Night vibes, too. Let's do one more. If everybody's having a good time, come on. You don't have to go home, but you can't. Oh, no, you can stay here. Let's do one more, everybody. First one I see that I like that isn't gay. The Garden, I don't know that song. Sounds gay. Um, carry on my, carrying my troubles. Sure. Is this the song for the Jews, Toronto Jew Bear? I've been carrying my trouble in this pack strapped to my shoulder Ever since I was a baby They went and they took all the foreskin from me And now I'm beating to death a rooster Because I can't stop beating off I took a jab cause I had a cough And I'm a little Jew I've been carrying my trouble In this pack strapped to my shoulder since I was a baby The moil came and he bit my foreskin off Now I'm living the good life Rich as fuck but an annoying wife Marigold is annoying wife And they never gave my skin back to me Well it didn't take too long For us to get a hold of all of the governments the stock markets and 
the music industry we put the gore in a place they could not leave but now i'm still sad at night nothing's feeling quite right my skin is gone that's not all right because the moil took away from me i've been carrying my trouble this pack strapped to my shoulder Ever since I was a baby, the moil came and he bit the skin from me. Now I'm living the good life, rich as fuck with annoying wife. Marigold is annoying wife. And nothing feels right to me. Well, we started a war in Afghanistan. Things didn't go quite according to plan. Now we go to fight the China man But our army is gay What are we gonna do? Now I'm living the bad life Going to Portugal for the good life Blending in with the good life But Marigold wouldn't come with me She's down in Boca With her cunt friends down in Boca I pay for her condo and what does she do she fucks everybody from cuba all right the bit about needing a handicap sticker because a jewel stole a piece of my dick yeah yeah um I'll, I'll play it for real though i've been carrying my trouble in this pack strapped to my shoulder ever since i was a baby i've been running from everything i know how do i i haven't played this in a while I know. And now I'm thinking of the Jew lyrics. I'll remember. Couldn't get away from me. I was raised a cowboy way out west in New Mexico. Times were tough, we had to let it go. We moved to town, but they couldn't move it out of me Way down in my blood Thicker than anyone understood Nobody thought that I ever would Get away with the trouble in me I've been carrying my trouble In this pack strapped to my shoulder Ever since I was a baby I've been running from everything I know Dude, how do I not know those? Hang on. Carrying my trouble. Uh, don't you tell me about my trouble. Don't you tell me about my trouble. Nobody knows about my trouble. That's it. Nobody knows about my trouble. Except for the Lord and me. <clears throat> well, it didn't take too long. For the pills in the bottom of the bottle To dig a deep grave <clears throat> with a shovel Bury everything that a young boy needs Now I've found me a guitar One lonely night in a border town Things have started to write them down <coughs> They wouldn't stay away from me I've been carrying my trouble This pack strapped to my shoulder since I was a baby I've been running from everything I know Don't tell me 
about my troubles. Nobody knows about my trouble. Nobody knows about my trouble. Except for the Jews and me. Got myself into a little debt. I tell them I can't pay it yet. They tried to get me to play pro ball, but I wasn't fast, so they put me on fentanyl. They got me a life insurance policy waiting for me to die. They not a very, I was not a very nice guy. They wouldn't you away from me. All right, I'm landing the plane. I don't want to get too anti-Semitic. But uh, it was requested by one of my favorite Jews, and I know that they love when I make fun of their problems. Well, I got the hell out of there. I made my way up to the big town. Checked myself into a lot and found, what do you know, Mary Gold didn't come for me. That bitch is living the good life. She's no longer calling her my wife. She's in Boca Raton getting plowed. Um... God's worth? Any final super chats? All right. Thanks for the super chats in the mail. Very, very nice of you guys. Very generous. I appreciate it. Keeps the lights on. I'm here for the anti-Semitism, says Calvary Bear. Well, you're always going to get anti-Semitism from me. I don't hate Jews, though, but I am very anti-Semitic based on the culturally acceptable ver- um, uh the way people use and I one of the funniest part about the uh, Nagasaki Hiroshima nuke denier is uh, is they don't have an ADL, so they can't really they're trying. They're like, you're a nuke denier. And I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? And they're like, oh, fuck, because they're doing the same shit as the Holocaust. You know, it's like piles of shoes, all this shit. They, they don't want you to be able to be a nuke denier, but. The Japs have never put in the work to set up an institution where you're not allowed to question historical um, events. Um, all right, that's it for me today. If you'd like to uh, support the stream, P.O. Box 490 Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. If my P.O. Box is empty, prepare for a hellstorm of obscenities. Uh, unauthorized.tv, entropystream.live. Yeah, I'm affectionately anti-Semitic. Like, I am... I'm bullying the Jews the way that will help them. I'm serious. Toronto Jew Bear can attest. And it's not like, I, dude, I used to think the Holocaust was happening. And it was horrible. Toronto Jew Bear even has video of me saying it. Like, I thought it was worse than slavery. Now I think slavery's good and it didn't even happen. All right. Everybody, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm get, uh, either 2 or 2.30 Pacific Standard Time. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruiting, blow guy.